science fiction writer, mother of dragons, theologian, writer, facilitator, living on Dakota and Anishinaabe land, currently known as Minneapolis. And I'm Adrienne Marie Brown, fiction writer. Ow! And this Living is... on, wait. Oh, right. I'm sorry. Lumbee Where are you? territory known as Durham. <laughs> that's new, actually, since this summer. That's also new. So, that's all And I'm this <laughs> is the no man's land of how to survive the end of the world. Our podcast on surviving apocalypse with grace, rigor, and curiosity. And we belong to no man. We belong to no man. Fuck you, Texas. But, <laughs> also, we're not back. I know we're it not. sounds like we're back. Because we're, we're not back. you hearing us. But we're not actually back. So we wanted to come back just to tell you that we're not back yet. And the reason why is you may have noticed what's happening in the world right now. Mm. And <laughs> as human beings, we are not ready to return back yet because we're the not. world is impacting us in a million ways. Um, and we're, we're just like, whoa, we need another month to mm-hmm. get get to you. But when we do come back, do you want to tell them what we're doing when we do come back? Yes. Yeah, so when yeah. we do come back, so we're we're expecting to officially launch the second half of season five. Yeah. Um, in at the beginning of October, and we had such an amazing time interviewing siblings all spring that we decided to continue our sibling mini series over the course of the fall, um, and we have some really, really exciting interviews coming like we wish we could say we can't what they are but we can't for the sake of everyone and (laughs) (laughs) legally really really legally legally we cannot say yet who we are interviewing but um just know that there are some really exciting (laughs) pairs of legendary social justice workers yeah um that are going to be coming onto the show this fall yes and i feel like we um, should say like it's not beyonce and solange because i just feel like if i was listening i'd be like oh they gotta be on and solange i'm like no "No." yeah it's not them it's not not because they're not movement leaders okay we love them (laughs) we love them i mean if they would come on here we would figure it out (laughs) but yeah exactly exactly (laughs) we wouldn't say no to beyonce (laughs) and solange if y'all are listening and you want to be a part of the show like we won't say no we'll make oh, room for you we would pause our values <laughs> for that afternoon we'll fly anywhere um anyway but so see how not so ready we are <laughs> yeah that's how not ready we are we knew that this little recording would be kind of chaotic and that's what it is Boom. and but yeah but that's what's happening this fall and then you know our season season five will come to an end at the end of december as per usual and yes. we'll take a couple of months before we start season six and 20 2022 Um, but we just want you to know that's where we are Um, we are going to drop a couple of special fun bonus items in the feed over the next month so you'll be hearing our voices you just won't be hearing fresh content until October yeah we're gonna remix um Mm -hmm. 
not even remix. We're just going to drop some stuff that, that yeah. we think you'll enjoy. But and I think it's going to be great. And it'll be like September. We'll still, you'll still be able to experience us. And we hope that this is an invitation for all of you to also slow it down if you need to, right? Take the time that you need to recognize what your actual capacity is. It's okay if you're overwhelmed to change the schedule. <laughs> so it's really okay. It really it's is. really okay if it you really went on is. vacation and then you came back from vacation and you still weren't ready yep. to be back at your job, which yeah. was my experience. Um, <laughs> <I'm>... <laughs> and you know, for a lot of us, like I'm, I'm, I'm a parent. I know a lot of our listeners are parents. Right. A lot of us are navigating this week or last week or sometime within this range of time. Our kids yeah. are starting back in school, whether that's in person for you, whether it's distance learning, whether it's some kind of hybrid. There is so much happening right now. Yeah. Just if you are. All, even if all you are doing is trying to get your children yeah. into the next phase of navigating this pandemic. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, pile on top of that, all of the climate catastrophe, we are all navigating all of the incredibly destructive legislation that we are all navigating. It That's is right. a lot right now. It's a lot yeah. right now. And my boo just started teaching first grade and no. it is the most beautiful tender scary awesome thing that ever happened because it's mm -hmm. like you know you instantly fall in love with all yes. the children and you want them all to be safe and yes so i'm sending love out to all the teachers and parents um and babies and yeah just i cast spells daily like i'm just like just let them be safe I just did I just did open houses for my kids going into their new schools mm. and so not only are they going back to in-person school but they are going to brand new schools wow. and just being back inside of school buildings with them was its own kind of magic and just yes. feeling how ready they are to be back among their peers back in educational environments yeah. where their needs are going to be met yeah. right um and it is very tender it's like very exciting and it's very tender and there is a lot of anxiety around it because there's so much unknown right now about Oof. what's going to happen this fall um so yeah just sending a lot of um wholehearted energy, prayer yeah. for safety and yeah. wellness for yeah. all of us this fall. But the yes. other thing that we were like, oh, maybe <laughs> we need to talk is oh yeah, um, <laughs> something really exciting has happened for, I almost called you Auntie Adrian. This Call is, me Auntie Adrian. <laughs> something really excited, <laughs> exciting has happened for Auntie Adrian. So Adrian Marie Brown <laughs> just published her first fiction novella it's called grievers it's out from ak press in their new um visionary fiction imprint called the black dawn series it's one of the first two books that they're publishing in the series and it has come out to some really exciting critical reception oh my god do you want to tell us about <laughs> it okay well Mostly, I can hardly talk about this. Um, okay. okay, I can say some things. <laughs> well, I mean, but you should say them. I <laughs> so well. I just want to tell. I just want to set the stage for all of our listeners. The box. Tell, of tell books, the listeners what it's I all want, about. Listeners, I need you to know 
the box of books is here. It arrived. And Mm -hmm. my goal, like a year ago, whenever we figured out that this was going to happen, they were like, when do you want it to come out? It's going to be in the fall. And I was like, well, my birthday is on Labor Day. Could it be my birthday present to myself? Like, could it come out on that day? And the way the publishing industry works, it was like, well, it can come out on the seventh, you know, Tuesdays, seventh, whatever. Right. That was the way right. it worked. Right. So, but they I was like, like well, we also take paid holidays. So yeah, <laughs> they're like, mm-hmm, <laughs> labor and <laughs> publishing is labor. So I was like, cool, respect <laughs> it, respect it. Um, and, but what I knew that that meant was that no matter what, I would have the box of books by my birthday because I always mm-hmm. get the box of books before it's out in the world. So the box of books arrived this morning. And it has, it says hot, <laughs> like hot off the press, hot. <laughs> and then it says author copies of Grievers. I have not opened the book box yet. My, that my is goal. Real self-control. Thank you. Because it's a pleasure activism activity at this point. I am like, I want to delay and just sit. The box is so incredible to me. Like I know that the box is holding my first work, work of fiction and, you know, I feel emotional, but it's just like, it's taken me 43 years to get to this place mm-hmm. and I don't want to rush it. You know, I just want to yeah. enjoy it. Savor it. Savor, Savor it, right? It. Like, I'm just like, I'm a fiction writer. I've always yes, known. I've always known. I've always known. <laughs> <laughs> because you're a fiction writer and you know what this is like, you know, to just feel yeah, like. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're in a whole other place with it than I am. So I'm just watching you being like, let me learn how to experience this moment because I know at some point it will oh, come it's coming. Me, but I'm, <laughs> I'm like, like wow, I'm trying to publish girl. you. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm like, girl, we're gonna get it out there. But you know, this this no I, this feeling of knowing that this is a part of your life and this is it's like this is supposed to be part of who I am and what I'm doing. And I've I've released stories, I've released collections, I've released other things, but the monumental work of pulling off something of this scale. It's a trilogy of novellas. And these characters have been with me for a long time. And it's about grief. Time. And it's all characters that I um, built from from ghosts, built from people that I love who passed while I was in Detroit. And right. so it's just really and it's a And it's like a love letter <laughs> to Detroit. It really is. It's really yeah. just like, I mean, I, I, I really hope anyone who's loved and lived in Detroit and spent time there can feel themselves on the streets of that city as it goes through this change in the story. Um, But, you know, the whole time you're writing, you're like, this could be horrible. This could be trash. You know, I feel fairly confident now as a nonfiction writer that I can deliver my point, but writing fiction feels so different. And there's so, like a vulnerability with oh. writing fiction <laughs> that I don't think exists with nonfiction. Well, and especially because nonfiction I think we're both similar in this, that I'm always drawing on experience for nonfiction. Like, I'm like, here is what I know from having done things, from having witnessed and and watched and surveyed and like paid attention Mm -hmm. to and practiced, right? And so I'm like, I can verify what's on these pages from all that experience. But with fiction, it's like, this is (laughs) a work of pure imagination it is a critique. It is a dream. It is vision. You know, it's a totally different activity and it's really yeah. intimate. So, yes. you know, putting it out in the world, moving it out to the world, moving it out to the world. And then today I woke up to a short, sweet, very positive review from Ms. Magazine. 
which I'm like, they don't know me. They don't know my friends. Like they actually read the book <laughs> and that's right. There. <laughs> <laughs> These strangers, strangers thought that it was good. Right. And then just now before we got on the call, I got an email from my publisher that the book got a starred review in Publishers Weekly, which is dream come true kind of that's a it's a big deal in the publishing industry other level yes so i'm sitting here like it might not be trash it might not be trash Mm -hmm. like it's not just that it wasn't trash trash. (laughs) um (laughs) and yeah so i'm sitting in in vibes wow girl i'm so happy for you i'm so happy for you i'm so happy for all of the world that gets to read this book Hmm. I'm so happy for the doors that this will open for you in terms of like continuing to be supported on your path Hmm. as a writer um, and continuing to just manifest your life as a writer at the core of who you are. Um, And yeah, I just want to affirm all of the extraordinary work and labor and risk also that it takes to, you know, to in a way like take a step back from the thing that you know you do really well that the world rewards you for <laughs> that you know mm-hmm. you can make money doing to take us to step away from those things in order to pursue your dream you know it, so, it takes so much courage and willingness to like walk in the dark and you know, which if you have a history of falling, that can be hard. Yes. And, <laughs> you know. On every level. Um, both on every level, physical, you know. I have that history. <laughs> um, I so, stay yeah. um, <laughs> But, you know, I do, I appreciate you naming that too, because it, it really does. I mean, I just wake up each day kind of like pinching myself like, okay, this is my job. My job mm-hmm. is to do this. My job is to write a book you know like this is the first in this trilogy and I'm writing the other ones and yeah they come as they come but but it's it's I'm so joyful It, it has been really strange in this period of history right because I feel everything that's happening and I also feel the joy of being like my work in this time is cultural like I have to tell the stories that's that's what I'm that's what I got to do. <laughs> That's yes. how I gotta work now. So yeah, I'm, thank you for making a moment here for us to share this with people that it's like, Oh my God. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, ah. <laughs> so while you're waiting for yeah. the, the second half of season five, how to survive the end of the world mm-hmm. to come and it will come and it's gonna you be can awesome. go by Adrian's new book, Grievers. Mm. You can get it from your local bookstore. You can get it directly from AK Press if you go on their website. That's right. And enjoy, you know, take the month of September to really drink it in. Oh, I love that. And the other book that's coming out, I just want to say, is from Margaret Kiljoy, who I adore and who actually did the layout on some of my earlier books, like uh, like contracting with AK, like back in the day. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Um, but Margaret is that. like her whole own fierce force. And so wow. it, the idea that we get to do, we yeah. get to be the launch together is pretty sweet. Um, and this, so this is the other book in that, in the Black, in the Dawn, Black Dawn series, series that's coming out the same month. Exactly. Beautiful. <laughs> so, Beautiful. All right. So get both of the books. Get everything. <laughs> get your life. Um, I also, yeah. you are going to, it's a sad book. <laughs> I feel like I'm like, I'm very excited, but it's also a very sad book. So right. it's I mean, called it Grievers. is called Grievers. Yeah. So. <laughs> 
you know, that, I just that like right there is your, people. I'm like, it's your, I know you're used to a little bit more of a unicorn rainbow stitch from me, but this yeah. is also part this of this. Isn't this isn't necessarily the time with. in the world for rainbows. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the title is the content warning. So thank you. Um. <laughs> That's what I was hoping. I All love right, you. My I'm so proud of you. I love All you. Right. And I'm hugging you as you do all the magical parent things that you're doing this week. And holy shit, it's a big deal. And it's it's a big deal. But, you know, I'm like, I'm so I'm grateful that we got to this point. I'm grateful that we made it to here. I'm grateful that my kids are getting to go. I'm grateful right now that my kids are getting to go off into schools where whether or not people are going to be masked is not a question. And oh, yeah. I'm looking around the country and even in Minnesota, you know, I have friends in, you know, rural central Minnesota where I used to live yeah. who are having to fucking navigate anti-maskers as their kids are trying to go back to school. <laughs> and so I'm just I'm deeply grateful that I'm that my kids are in a school district where there's no question about how we're going to keep the kids at least a minimum level of safe in the school. I'm so grateful <laughs> um, for that, too. So, I mean, it makes know. a huge difference. You know, like my sweetie is in a class where it's like there's no question the kids are masked. She's masked. They've got a big air purifier in the room. They're doing the best they can to keep these kids alive, to keep the staff alive. That matters so much. And I also want to just like affirm you because I've watched what this past year and a half has been like, and it could have gone so many ways, but those kids had an incredible year and a half in large part because of choices that you made to make sure that they had the support that they needed and the love that they needed and the time from you and the attention that they needed. And I just want to really affirm yeah. that because I'm just like, yeah, you, thank you. You got them through, you guided <clears throat> them through and I'm so proud yeah. of you. Yeah. I definitely had to make some really hard calls this last year, but I do feel like, um, I feel good about the decisions that I made. I feel good about the decision I'm making right now, which is, you know, I'm grateful for that too, because I, I yeah. know so many parents right now who are facing the same set of like impossible choices that I am. And so it's it's good to be sitting where I'm sitting and feeling like, actually, I think this is what's best for my family. No judgment for those who are choosing otherwise. Yeah. Um, But I, and I do think my kids are ready for what's coming next as ready as any child in 2021 can be. I keep sitting with the, how different their reality is from mine when I was their age. I can't. And it is, it's quite (laughs) overwhelming. It's quite overwhelming to be like, wow, like no child in a hundred years has had to deal with the kinds of questions that they are having to deal with. That's right. And um, yeah, they're having to grow up really, really fast, really, really fast, much faster than I would have wanted for them. But they're resilient and beautiful and excited and nervous and stylish it's very very stylish especially <laughs> my youngest Marie. Yes. literally literally the other day walked out the door in like a little like white dress that has gotten a little too small for them so it was like kind of like ended up looking like a mini dress uh-huh. and then like a flowy sweater brown ankle boots and a like fishnet blue glove on one hand like that's where this child is at in terms of their fashion sensibility like they just are literally slain at all times and um you know I had an experience I'll just say this one story and then we can wrap but (laughs) I feel like our listeners will really appreciate this (laughs) 
<laughs> that I had this experience. I was driving them somewhere and they looked out the window. They saw this woman crossing the street and they were like, ooh, it looks like she has a Gucci bag. And I was like, <laughs> what? I was like, I was like, Marae, how do you know that that's a Gucci bag? And Marae looks at me and is like, because it's Gucci, mom. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that then is... the rest of the drive home, I was like, Gucci bag, Gucci bag. Gucci bag, Gucci bag, Gucci bag. bag. That's probably a song that someone already made about Gucci that bags. Is, no, that that's what I'm. I'm. Wait, it literally is. Oh, Gucci bag, Gucci bag, Gucci bag, Gucci bag. Anyway, oh my god. So well, th that is my eight-year-old. I'm really pleased. I mean, as as the happy style auntie, I'm very very pleased by this. Like, I feel like at no point during the pandemic did they all lose touch of swag and looking fantastic. And it's actually inspired me because I'm like. I work from home now. I'm not traveling for events and I have this mm -hmm. amazing closet and it's just occurred to me that like I could still get dressed. You can still <laughs> dress up. You can always still dress like, up. Like I could just no look one amazing knows in my what's house. happening from the waist down, but you know. Exactly. And I <laughs> I mean even I could take pictures and just be like here's another amazing outfit. I could do whatever yeah, I want. Exactly. Yeah. I'm a fiction totally. writer. <laughs> Go by grievers. All right. Uh, I love you. Okay, I love you so much. <laughs> I hope that our listeners are happy with, with this taste and just you wait, Henry Higgins. It's going to be a good just season. Just you wait. Um, How to Survive the End of the World <laughs> is produced and edited by the incomparable Zach Rosen. Music for today's show comes from Tunde Alani Ron. You can find us on the internet at End of the World PC. <laughs> places on and twitter instagram things like that mm -hmm. and you can still become a supporter of our show oh, yeah. and i guess one other little bit of exciting news <laughs> is we are finally going to be launching our merch in october um so if you want to wait until october so that you can sign up at a particular tier for a particular thing you can totally do that yes. but you can also sign up now and then we'll just move you to whatever tier you signed up in when we oh, yeah. launch the tiers. Um, but look cute. forward to mugs and fanny packs and other fun things that yes. are coming your way. Just to remind you, we're in the end of the world. All right. <laughs> All right. Love you, Love y'all.